Chapter 3, in which a sacrifice is made. It was a strange noise, a cross between a bark and a hiss, that seemed to come from behind us and rush around us into the depths of the mines, where it reverberated back up, slithering along the floor, enveloping the tunnel entirely. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up as one, our marching so purposefully drum-like mere moments before, disintegrated into a chaotic pitter-patter of panic. Raised voices rang out, bouncing from wall to wall. There was pushing now, the whole seething mass of bodies began to thrust and shove in a frenzied confusion. I fell. My breath was pushed from me as I felt foot after foot stand on me as the bodies pushed down on me. Like a stampede, they charged over my body. I tried to push myself upright, but it was impossible. It was like trying to stand with the weight of a mountain pushing down on me. Then, suddenly, there was nothing but a faint ringing in my ears. I pushed myself up, staggered a few paces, and fell back to the rocky floor of the tunnel. Again, I pushed myself up, slowly this time, first to my knees, then standing. As I regained my balance, the ring in my ears subsided and I blinked in the darkness. I could see nothing. I closed my eyes and tried to calm my breathing. Then there was the sound, a cross between a bark and a hiss. Where was it coming from? I couldn't tell. It seemed to be getting closer. I opened my eyes. Still, I saw nothing. The ominous barking, hissing sound came closer still. I screamed. As the scream left my mouth, the rocky walls of the tunnel suddenly burst into a dazzling white light, and I saw where the noise was coming from, a pack of six schlanglands, each of them comfortably four times my size, were frozen in surprise at the sudden illumination. They could be no further than ten feet away from me. If they'd leapt, I'd have been dead already. I looked at them, crouching down, their muscular legs ready to pounce forward, their huge yellow eyes staring hungrily at me, saliva dripping from their narrow mouths their mouths hissing and panting as they stared hungrily at me, their black scales shining maliciously in the light of the walls. The light of the walls that I noticed now will be beginning to fade. I was going to be left in the dark with six beasts, six beasts salivating at the prospect of eating me. I tried to scream. I tried to turn and run. I couldn't. All I could do was stand there petrified, staring at what seemed more and more likely to be the last thing that I would ever see. But... What was that? I heard something. It sounded like a faint whistling, and I could feel something, a faint breeze coming from somewhere deep inside the mines. Yes, it definitely was. I wrenched my head around to see Mother, Father Lighter, Brother Desant and Sister Gutig charging up the tunnel, palms stretched in front of them. A furious wind followed them up the tunnel, an ominous creaking filled the air, and a huge chunk of the tunnel floor flew past me and smashed into one of the schlangens sending it flying backwards. Sharon, Father Lighter's voice ringing with a righteous fury. Take your child and run. I felt myself being lifted and carried away from the fading lights. I saw the Schlangens advancing on the three short figures illuminated by the tunnel's response to my fearful scream. Three short figures who I'd never known before that night. Three short figures who I meant nothing to. Three short figures who stood strong to turn back the approaching threat. As my mother carried me further away, I heard one of the Schlangens leap hissing at Sister Gutig, knocking her to the floor. Another thudded into Brother Desant. I saw Sister Gutig throw the Schlangens that had pinned her to the floor high into the air. 
but it wasn't enough. Another was on her immediately. Then, just before the mayhem went out of sight, I heard Father Lighter roar. It's a fine thing we're doing, the best of things, make no mistake. A colossal boom thundered down the tunnel towards us. It seemed to grow louder as it came closer, shaking the very floor of the tunnel. Mother fell to the floor, and I tumbled from her arms. A cloud of dust rolled down the tunnel, following the boom. It was all around us, enveloping us entirely. I lay there in the dusty silence, coughing and spluttering. Next to me, Mother coughed and spluttered. They were gone. Three goblins that I hadn't known existed before that night. They were gone. They were gone because of me, because I had fallen. I had done that. I was responsible. It was too much. I lay there shaking. With a huge effort, I turned myself over onto my knees and arms and tried to cry. But as I opened my mouth, more dust poured in, and I descended into a fit of coughing once again. After what felt like an entirety, Mother crawled to me and held me close, and in her embrace I wept invisible tears of anguish. There was a pain in my heart, a pain I hadn't felt since my father had been taken away years before. I didn't want to move. Had I the energy to? I'd have begged Mother to let me stay there. But I had no energy for anything. And after we had lain there for what felt like days, I felt her lift me to her shoulder and carry me further down into the depths of the mine.